Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwill. So glad that you joined me again today on our chapter day journey. We're in 1 Samuel, and it was chapter 3. Today, it was verses 1 through 3 that I pulled out. It says, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. And in those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Today's podcast is entitled, Spiritual Sight and Hearing. One day, Jesus and his closest followers were along the lakeshore, and Jesus had just addressed a crowd of people who'd come to hear him speak. His message consisted of a string of parables that day, and afterward, his followers asked him, why do you just tell these parables all the time? And this was his reply. Jesus said, quote, because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, who said, you'll be ever hearing, but never understanding. You'll be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have their eyes closed. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and turn, and I would heal them. End quote. See, Jesus was clear about the fact that there are different kinds of seeing and hearing. The physical sense of sight is obvious, but Jesus spoke of spiritual sight and hearing as well. Today's chapter provides an illustration. Now, the author of Samuel begins today's chapter with three subtle statements about vision, about seeing. Number one, in those days the word of the Lord was rare, there were not many visions. So here he refers to spiritual visions, prophetic words, and dreams. From a historical timeline, we are at the end of the period known as the period of the Judges. And we just went through the book of Judges on this chapter day journey in May and June. There were some great stories and there were great lessons, but there was very little evidence in the text of the book of Judges about prophets or dreams or spiritual visions. Spiritual vision seems to have waned after Moses and Joshua's conquest of the promised land. Next, the author says this, Eli, the high priest, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see. So here, next, the author immediately mentions the high priest Eli's waning physical vision. Having just told of God's judgment on Eli's and his sons in yesterday's chapter, This might also be a not-so-subtle foreshadowing of the light that is going out on his time as high priest. It also serves as a contrast to the boy Samuel, 
whose spiritual eyes are about to be opened. And then it says, the lamp of God had not yet gone out. And the final in the author's trinity of word images is the lampstand. It was a lampstand that stood in the holy place of the tabernacle. And as night wore on and the morning approached, the flame would dim as the oil ran out, though it was unlawful to let it go out before dawn, according to the law of Moses. But the author is metaphorically telling me, the reader, that while spiritual sight may have dimmed, may have waned, it had not gone out. Samuel is about to have his spiritual eyes opened. The trinity of images is followed by a trinity of instances in which Samuel's spiritual ears are opened. He hears God calling his name, but he thinks it's Eli. Once Eli tells Samuel that it's God who's calling him and tells him how to respond to God's call, God proceeds to tell Samuel that the uh, prophecies of doom on Eli and his house, his sons, they're about to come true. For Eli and his sons, the light, capital L, is going out. For Samuel, his spiritual ears and eyes have been opened, and the light, capital L, has just dawned. The author makes another important observation between the second and third instances of God calling to Samuel. It says, Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. Along my spiritual journey, I've learned that spiritual hearing and spiritual sight require both God and me. There is a revealing that comes from God. Samuel had been raised in the tabernacle. He was there day and night serving God and serving Eli, yet he did not yet know the Lord. And God had not yet opened Samuel's spiritual eyes and ears. In the same way, it's possible to go to church every Sunday, to hear the message, participate in the service without ever knowing the Lord or having one's spiritual eyes that see or spiritual ears that hear. But Jesus said that there's also a part I play in this revealing. Jesus told his followers to ask, to seek, to knock. My spiritual pursuit of God plays a part in the opening of my spiritual senses. When I ask, I'll receive. When I seek, I will find. When I knock doors open to reveal things that I hadn't seen or heard before. In the quiet this morning, I'm reminded of a friend who sat across my desk near my office and asked me about the tinnitus and genetic hearing loss with which I've struggled for many years. Now, I've asked for healing in prayer. I've sought the healing prayers of others. I've had complete strangers approach me and say that they were led to pray for my ears to be healed. And... So far, to this point, my prayers have not resulted in the restoration of my physical hearing. And my friend across my desk asked me how I felt about that. And I responded by explaining that I'm not certain that there isn't a relationship between the physical hearing and the spiritual hearing. As my physical hearing wanes, I sometimes feel that my spiritual hearing has become more acute. And if I were to choose between the two, I'll choose acute spiritual hearing every single time. Now, I'll continue to seek both. I'll continue to ask and seek and knock and ask for that physical healing. 
And as I do, I will echo Ellie's response in today's chapter when he said, quote, He is the Lord. Let him do what is good in his eyes. End quote. I hope you have a great day wherever this finds you, my friend. Have a good one. We'll be back here tomorrow.